Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Chefs, man, the NFL free-for-all show is back. I am your host. I go by the name of Sirius, man. It's such a pleasure and a pleasure to be here with you guys on another edition of the NFL free-for-all show. Uh, I got a lot to get into, and I'm not going to waste anybody else's time. The caller number is 929-477-2759. You're here with me uh, for the next 90 minutes or some change, man. But you guys know I'm leaving by myself, man. I got my co-host in the building. Uh, Barry, man, what's going on, my guy? How we doing this evening? Chilling like a villain. Uh, you know, listen, uh, lots to do, lots to cover. Uh, glad to be back on the on the air with you doing this show. It's, you know, it's it's like, you know, I had an arm cut off. Now it's back on. They screwed it back in. So we back <laughs> at it. We back to work, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. I mean, real, real talk, man. There's, there's nothing like talking NFL football. Like we, we do a lot of stuff on this network. We talk basketball. We get into that tomorrow. We mm-hmm. talk baseball. You know, with the with, with the hot stove and you know and everything. But you know, there's something about football, whether it's college or, or NFL, that just that that's just home. That's just home for us, man. So uh, before we get started, mm-hmm. man, I want to bring in one of the friends of the family, man, one of the chefs. Uh, he, his actual name is Greenwood, but we call him Mr. Controversy Name. James Greenwood, what's going on, man? How we doing tonight? I've returned to the mountains for football is a yeah, I, You know what? <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that. My man done spent all summer, you know, jumping from mountain to mountain, taking pictures and everything and hiking and stuff. And, you know, he he, he had came back down from the mountain. And his, his thing, ladies and gentlemen, I have put a Teddy counter on Greenwood, man. He gets five times the missing Teddy Bridgewater, and he, 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 he moves out the kitchen. That is a hard for, for, for every episode here in 2022. But without further ado, man, we've got a lot to get to. I ain't going to waste anybody else's time. Um, 
I'm not too sure if you guys heard the news, but uh, John Gruden finally spoke for the first time um, since he filed his massive lawsuit uh, back in 2021. Um, I'm going to read what he said, and then we can throw it around the horn. He said, and I quote, I'm going, you know, he can't say anything. He's ashamed about what has come out in the emails. He'll make no excuses about it. He's shameful, but he believes that he's a good person. He goes to church. He's been married for 31 years. He's got three great boys, and he still loves football. He did say that he made some mistakes, but I don't think anybody um, is absolved of that. They've all made mistakes. He's asking for forgiveness, and hopefully he gets another shot in, in the NFL. Uh, that's from Pro Football Talk, um, based off of an interview that he gave a little bit ago, um, earlier today, um, on an Arkansas affiliate. But when you read that and when you see that, uh, Greenwood, I'll come to you first, honestly. Um, Jay, you know, John Green is trying to get back into coaching. He said that he's remorseful. Um, but one of the things that I did like about it, and I'm going to throw it to you, was the fact that he was very upfront, forthright, and said he made some mistakes and he's shameful. Um, and that's not the person that he is. So, Greenwood, I, I, I'll start with you, man. What do you think about what uh, Gruden came out and said today? So I, I have multiple thoughts. I mean, there's the um, there's the opinion piece that um, you know everybody has one, and then there's the football piece. And the opinion piece is that I am of the belief that um, we have to allow for redemption. We have to allow for if if, if it's genuine and if it's real, then he should have the opportunity to show that it is real. You know what I mean? Like, um, so does that mean he should automatically get an NFL head coaching job? No, he did terrible as a, um, as a head coach for the Oakland Raiders. So that has to be taken into account. But um, the idea of a permanent cancellation and you are now persona non grata for the rest of your life, for doing something that is shameful, that is wrong, um, does not allow one to um, rehabilitate oneself. Um, but if you were to ask mm-hmm. me if any football team in the league was uh, should hire John Gruden as a head coach, I'd say absolutely not. Okay. All right. I mean, I honestly, you know, I kind of see where you coming from. Dylan, I'll come to you with it. I mean, you saw the the reports and you kind of heard what he said. Um, give me your take on your position on John Gruden now as opposed to back then, or if it hasn't changed at all. Go ahead and have your, you know, your talk about John Gruden real quick. I mean, you know, uh, as a leader of men, I don't know how you can trust him. Um, it, it would be very hard. I kind of lean into what I've heard people that have worked with him have said, that they haven't seen that kind of behavior from him, talking about Keyshawn Johnson in, in, uh, when he was uh, his head coach in Tampa Bay and then, like, Stephen A. And, and some people that worked with him at ESPN. But, you know, what's, what's, you know, what's in the darkness will eventually come into the light. And, you know, maybe that's – he was, you know, acting – in public, but who he was behind closed doors, who knows? But 
we don't know that because we don't know if he's telling the truth or not. We can only listen and all read this report and say, you know, I'm, I go to church. I'm a family man. I got three sons, blah, blah, blah. So should he not, should he be able to, to do his, do a job? Yes. I mean, I don't think it's, it's, I can't be hypocritical and like, say like Michael Vick had every, should have had every opportunity to, to, to get, have a job in Gruden camp, you know what I mean? Or, or what have you. Um, did he pay his, his, his penalty to society? I hope, I would hope so. Uh, you know, I, I hope, you know, losing that big hundred million dollar contract was enough. Um, I think the, the quarter of pub, public opinion did their thing and, and he kind of, you know, was swept under it, maybe probably scapegoated to his point. Um, but you got to make an example. You got to come down hard on certain things. And, and he was just happened to be that guy at the moment. Um, but would I hire him as my coach? Probably not. Um, because I don't know. I don't trust him. And, and right, sure right. I, you know what I mean? He could say one thing and, and do another, just like he's done his whole, you know, it, seemingly this whole time. So from that standpoint, I would stay away. But, you know, he, he has every right to, to, to have a job. You know what? It, it's funny you mentioned that. And I, I, I'm going to say something that we do got to call into. I'm going to get to real quick. Um, my, my thing is this. So his – you judge a tree by the fruit they bear, okay? And so for right. me, you know, with with, with, with with John Gruden, you know, you've had your slip-up. You've had your mess-up, whatever the case may be. You, you said what you said. You did what you did. And you're trying to paint this persona and paint this picture like, you know, you're a changed man and, you know, you, you, you've been married and you have a kid and you have kids. And, and my thing is this, that was the case before the emails leaked. You feel me? Like, it, it wasn't like you just got mm-hmm. married. It wasn't like you just popped out these three kids. Um, you know, I, I, I've heard you on numerous occasions talk about your your, your faith and your, and your belief in God and things of that nature. So using that now as, as, as a fallback to gain sympathy and to gain, you know, goodwill or whatever the case may be, is kind of falling on deaf ears for me. Now, I do agree with what Greenwood said. I, I am a big component of reconciliation. I don't believe that, you know, once you fall, you don't have an opportunity to get back up. But I, I don't think that the the, the, the road back um, is the same for every infraction. And for somebody with this type of heinous activity um, and, and, and this type of stuff, like you did to a minute ago, uh, villain, like how can you stand up in front of your, your a team and demand respect right. and demand this and, you know, you want teams to go to bat for you and run through walls for you, and yet, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm wondering if you're talking some shady stuff and sending some emails or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. So it, it, it's going to be a very, very, very long time um, for, before Gruden is welcome back into a coach um, atmosphere. And I don't care if it's, you know, NFL or Pee Wee level. I do want to see – what what happens now? Like, does he, you know, become a motivational speaker? Does he, you know, donate to to, to some cause? Does, yeah, I need to see some some work behind your actions. Like, the, the, your apology, the, the 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 length of your apology and the type of your apology, in my opinion, has to match the level of disrespect. And just because you say you go you go in the church and that you're remorseful and you try to use 
the, the, the cliche or the saying that we all have made mistakes and we all have sinned and this, that, and the third as, as a fault mm-hmm. that does, does not work for me. Uh, call the number is 929-477-2759. Call them tonight in the 973 air call. I think the safety channel. What's up, my man? How are we doing this evening? Good evening. Uh-oh. 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 What's going on, man? How are we doing? All right. Just waiting now for the real season for the uh, real season to start. <laughs> Only got 12 days. <laughs> well, uh, actually, nine days. Excuse me. Nine days before we start the real opener. I got you. I got you. So we're talking about the, we're talking about John Gruden. He came out and had some words um, uh, in regards to what he's going through, and I wanted to get your opinion on it. Well, I mean, it is Gruden. I mean, he's been, you know, he's been a very controversial figure, of course, in recent years. So why should this be any different? I mean, we are talking Gruden. I feel you. I, def- I definitely feel you there. I definitely feel you. He, he made some reports saying about, you know, how, you know, he's changed and how he's remorseful. Um, and now the, 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 the court of public opinion, uh, as well as, you know, legal, um, and now has to, you know, do his due diligence. But for the sake of time, we'll go ahead and move on. Um, the next thing I wanted to get to today, gentlemen, um, Jimmy Garoppolo is staying – in San Francisco, oh, dear. Um, yeah, you know, reports re- re- reports are that you know he's going to be the backup there. Um, there's some contract uh, maneuvering. He's pretty much on a uh, six point five million dollar deal. Uh, he has a no trade clause, and I think that the the Forty Niners kind of gave him. I don't think he did a favor uh, by kind of you know letting yeah. him have his no trade clause and making him an unrestricted free agent, but. Um, I'm gonna come to you first, sir. Your your opinion on the Jimmy Garoppolo move? You know, there was a rumor that he was going to the Jets. Well, thankfully, that's not gonna come true now. So I think that would be the um, uh, the right move for him to, to stay uh, with the forty with the Forty Niners. You know, even uh, for this one year. But I think after this one, uh, it's gonna be tough to decide if he's gonna uh, stick around after that because uh, he's he's lost some steam uh, in the recent years. So. This may have been the right move uh, for what could please possibly be his uh, swan song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't take my word. Don't take my word for it, though. Okay. Villain, I come to you. Um, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo re-ups and, you know, kind of did the Niners a favor, if you will. Um, you know, restructures his deal. Um What's your position on Jimmy Garoppolo being one of the highest-paid backups in football? Yeah, I mean, I think he counts against, I think, $6 million, 6.2, I think it was, and then, you know, with incentives yeah. to get up to $6 million, 16. Um, You know, I think it's a good deal for San Francisco. I think they get the best of both worlds. to get to keep a, a solid backup um, behind Trey Lance. I think it kind of speaks to maybe they – they're not 100% sure about Trey Lance. I think they are, but I think they want that safety blanket. If he does get off to a rocky start, or I mean, it's been over two years since the kids played some meaningful football. So um, I think they, wanting to keep Jimmy G in the building was a good move by them to keep a backup. I think it also kind of speaks to the fact that nobody really wanted Jimmy G, and especially at that contract. Um, you know, 
the, the the logical place for him to go was Seattle, but in the division, I don't think either team would make that deal. Um, Cleveland should have jumped on it, but I mean at that number for eleven games, who knows? But I think this contract, down that it's restructured, is a little bit easier to move. It gives Jimmy G the option of not being franchised, right uh, next year, and then um, right he can basically it's a one year deal. He can go back into the market. Um, hopefully, uh, it, it'll be a little bit easy for him to to make a move and, and be a starter. So I think it's a win win. It's kind of it's kind of a not a slap in the face, but it's kind of like oh man, nobody really wanted you enough to to make a move for you. But a lot of teams have quarterbacks, and it's really up to the point where if you like don't believe in in Daniel Jones or you don't believe um, that you know Brissett can do the job or um, one of those guys gets hurt. One of your quarterbacks gets hurt, like Zach Wilson, that uh, caller. I can't. I don't know his name. Alluded to with the Jets. So, you know, that's the most world for most both sides. You guys are memory, do you? Yes, I do. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, call the numbers nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. We got Mr. Harvey in the building. Mr. Harvey, we sitting here talking Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, just re that's going to be one of the highest-paid backups, man. Give me a position on uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, I think if it would have been a season for Deshaun, I think we probably would have seen him go to Cleveland. Uh, you know, I kind of thought maybe the Jets would be a possibility there as well. But to what you said, Barry, earlier is – you know, if somebody gets hurt, right? Like, you could see somebody try to make a move to go get him with this being um, a little bit easier contract to move. Um, it does benefit him. I don't really see – I don't really see Seattle being an option anyway because even though they could use the quarterback, I think Seattle has a lot of things, and I think Seattle's trying to rebuild. So I think they're okay to go with Locke or Smith this year because I think they're hoping to get into the Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, whoever becomes, you know, whoever, you know, emerges from that pack of quarterbacks next spring. I think Seattle's trying to find a new franchise guy, right? Um, so, but listen, you want injury away uh, from something happening. And listen, the the crazy thing to me is, you know, they're handing the reins to Trey Lance. He got hurt last year. What happens if Lance gets banged up again? I don't wish that on anybody. But what happens mm-hmm. if he bangs, gets banged up again? You know what I'm saying? Then you, you could end up seeing him suiting up again for the 49ers, right? So, uh, I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see uh, how this whole thing shakes out. But uh, Jimmy G is a guy that has – and, yes, his coaches have put him in a good position, but he's won games and been successful – as an NFL quarterback and done more than uh than other guys that we've uh that we've talked about and progressed further in the postseason guys that we've given a lot more airtime to. So I mean listen, you could do a lot worse uh the quarterback position than Jimmy G. Okay. I mean I mean you're not wrong. I I here's the thing, like for me it's it's it just feels dirty. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you, 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 you you put your eggs in, in Trey Lance and you put your eggs in Trey Lance and then all of a sudden, like, the the guy whose job you, you place, you know, is still there. That's like me, you know, bringing in my, my ex-girlfriend to live with me and a wife. 
<laughs> that's just some awkward, you would do something like you know, that too. <laughs> you know, exactly. You know, that, that, that's just awkward. You know what I'm saying? Not that I had feelings for the chick or nothing like that. It's just right. like, yeah, no. Nah. It, it is what it is, man. But, Call the number not But I do think you do have to. I, I do still think it's so the end of the day. At the end of the day, the quarterback's one of the most posi- important positions in football. So what happens if Trey Lance gets hurt? Are you going to go with Brock Purdy? Or are you going to go with Jimmy G? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, what do you do as a security blanket? Because we know, man, just like at any other position, you want to hit away from needing to go with that backup. And if you feel like you have a talented enough roster to be there at the end of the day, what are you going to do? Well, I mean, that's a true statement, but at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, like, you can't live and coach in fear, you know what I'm saying? And ultimately, yeah, everybody's one hit away, but if you're Jimmy Garoppolo, how do you go through the offseason that you went through, okay, have the back and forth and the and, 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 and the go back and forth between coaches and, 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 and everything that you had, you didn't take one – once not with any any rep, like you 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 was doing your own thing on the side field, all training camp, all preseason. You showed up to no preseason games. You wasn't seen anywhere around the 49ers. You know you don't you don't wipe them off social media. This type of third. All of a sudden they come to you and be like, yo, my guy, uh, wink yeah. wink. You know, can, can can you be a backup? Like at, at, at some point, you know, man to man, that 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 has to be a kick in the giblets because ultimately. You do all this, you know, parading and showboating of your new toy, but then you want me to come and save, save the squad when you didn't have enough faith in me to begin with. Uh, yeah, but at the same time, I'm not coaching in fear. Because, I mean, obviously, obviously you put your eggs in this basket. You made the decision to go with Trey Lance as a starting quarterback. I'm not coaching in fear. But at the same time, listen, we saw it last year in New Orleans. You had one quarterback, and then you had nothing behind it. Right, so at the end of the day, I'm still trying to keep myself off the unemployment line. It ain't coaching in fear. It's this is the best security blanket we have out here. We took a look at Brock Purdy. We took a look at these other guys, and they may be okay eventually, but this is you. You still have to have insurance, bro. That's not fear. What? You don't you don't have medical what? insurance or life insurance because you're scared. No, you have you have but, you, but, but, but 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 guys. No, I I was just gonna I, no finish your point because I, I have I have a pivot on it. So go ahead. Okay, so my my my, my thing was it's, it's not that I think the Forty ers made a bad decision. I think Trey Lance made the not Trey Lance, but Jimmy Garoppolo made the bad decision. Yeah. Because because at, at the end of the day, like okay, so the Forty ers did all this moving around and whatever the case may be, and and they, and they want to go with the sexier younger guy whatever the case may be, but then at the end of the day, for whatever reason, you couldn't get something done. So not only did Jimmy Garoppolo do them a solid by restructuring, which I, I don't think man-to-man, which is what I would have done anyway, but then you decide to come back and sit there and hold a clipboard for a guy who just took your spot. Like, again, that has to be a kick. Like, I'd much rather go play quarterback for the Jets rather than sit there in San Francisco and, and, and have somebody run around with my girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, that, that's what this boils down to. Like, he's going to be on the sideline watching and, and, and somebody else run his team. Yeah, but 
here, here's two things. So, two things. And I agree with you. Like it's a, it's a, it's a quote unquote bad look for him to um, to restructure. But he could have got released and not got a dime. So um, right. he would have got probably signed to a minimum contract if he would have got picked. up. No, he, they, they had to release him. They had to release him or pay him twenty. They would have saved twenty six million or twenty five million against the cap. So they would have cut him for nothing, and they were trying to just get what for him. So for him to restructure, he keeps at least a little bit of that money that he can recruit sixteen million if he hits incentives with another team. At the end of the day, no, no, no. At the end of the day, though, if nobody came calling for you. You can yeah. say it's a bad decision for Jimmy G all you want, but if nobody came calling for you and you were about to be released, then why not sign on to be the backup in a, uh, with a team and a coaching staff in which you are familiar? Because if for some reason something happens and you do end up on the field, then guess what? Mm-hmm. You increase your chances at least to get a contract next year from somebody. And, and, and at some point, yeah, my bad. But at, at some point, you have to look at that because if I get released, I, I'm not doing anything to improve my chances of getting another deal. I disagree with that because at the end of the day, the, the, the biggest issue that people oh. had with, with with Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't the fact that he couldn't play the position; was the fact that the that, that the Forty ers wanted more than what the market would dictate he was worth. And also they understood the fact that they're going to eventually either have to, you know, cut him and we can sign him for nothing or re-sign him. So the, 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 the fact that, you know, he didn't come calling, the 49ers didn't do him any favors. Remember, gentlemen, this is, this is Chuck, not Chuckers. You know what I'm saying? So ultimately, like, you mean to tell me that right. Seattle really wants to really wants to go into the regular season with with, with, with Geno Smith and Drew Locke as their quarterback? Are you telling me? No. The, the, <laughs> are you telling me that Why that, him? That, that, that that you know what I'm saying? Are, are you telling me that the Jets really want to go into Week One facing the Baltimore Ravens with Joseph Flacco as their quarterback? Are you trying to tell me that? Like hell. Even Davis Mills and Houston. Like at the end of the day, yeah. the asking price, in my opinion, was way too high. So, to 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 to, to you know what it was? So serious. I think they wanted you, a first. You know what? They, they wanted a what? I think they wanted a. I think they wanted a one, a first round draft pick. No, no, I'm not giving you a first round draft at this point. I have to, yeah. Into the I, last game of the the preseason. I'll give you a fourth or fifth, probably a fifth, and that's it. Like, there's no way I'll I'm giving you – no, 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 not a first-rounder. I'll put it up here in a second. Because you devalued him by, 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 moving, by moving heaven and earth to draft a kid that nobody had at, that, at the number three pick that a kid that hadn't played over a year and a half now going into two years. You devalued your quarterback at that point. Why would I give you more – than what you valued your quarterback at. That's insane. I wouldn't give you a first-round pick for that. So I, I think it was a one. Right, but, yeah, but I would never give you a one. I would never do that. That's bad business. I would never do that. And, and, and here's, here's my pivot, Sis. I want to ask you, and you can bring it around. 
like, yeah. Do you think they really didn't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo? Because this guy went to a Super Bowl mm-hmm. and, and was a, a, a overthrow away from winning the Super Bowl. Guys won over seventy percent of his games and and took the the eventual champion to the limit in, in the NFC Championship. Do you think they didn't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo, or they didn't want to look like they had pie in there by moving heaven and earth and not having Trey Lance start? Like for me, I think they they were like, we gotta we gotta make sure that we know what we're doing, that we knew what we were doing in the first place. We gotta have Lance start, no matter what, like no matter what, even if he's probably a better player. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't think you know, I don't know if it's honestly, as much as an indictment on, on Jimmy G as much as they want they have to give Lance you got what, a four year contract, rookie deal, he's going into a second. You need to evaluate him. If he doesn't work out, you gotta get you know, you gotta move on and get the next one. I mean, honestly, it could be a combo thing, but we haven't heard from Greenwood yet. Greenwood, man, Jimmy G. You hear what's going on there. You see the plastic cans being thrown around. Give me a take on Jimmy G, man. All right, so there's a few things that I, I want to, like, um, move around this. First of all, um, I can't think of that many teams that, like, that would see Jimmy – first of all, no team sees Jimmy G as an upgrade at $26 million a year. That's – that that's the first thing. Nobody. There's not one team right. in the league at that price tag that's gonna be in on on the Jimmy G sweepstakes. So, um, and in exchange, Jimmy G gets to pick where he gets to go. That's kind of the exchange that the Forty ers and um, Forty ers and Jimmy G kind of came together with. You're going to decrease your cap hit. If nobody calls for you, you'll be our backup. If somebody does call for you, we'll get a little something. But right now, the the price on GVG, I'd put it at late third, early fourth round pick. I think I think the villains got it like right on the nose on that one, um, and that's just because quarterbacks are overvalued at this point. Because right now the guy is a bottom 10 starting quarterback in the league. And there are cheaper options in Miami yeah. that, um, that you could easily get for, for cheaper and for cheaper. So, um, didn't say his name yet. So I'm not counting it. That gets my five. Uh, <laughs> but, um, as, uh, as far as, um, as far as um, who won out on this field, Jimmy did. Jimmy, Jimmy won out on this field because he's getting $6 million and a choice as to where he gets to go. So he's not going to be shipped off to somewhere that's going to use him as a backup. He's going to get another opportunity to start. And <laughs> maybe. Um, I don't think the CFL trades uh, draft picks, but um, – and – um, and I guess finally, um, I think that I think they that the villains right again, and I haven't agreed with this much with the villain in a few years. So we might want to mark this on the calendar. Recording. Would you look at that? I hope we're recording. Would you look at that? I hope we're recording. Um, <laughs> so, 
Um, I think that they're afraid that Trey Lance sucks. That's why he didn't start he last year. It's why they they're they were so hesitant to. That's why they're afraid to trade Jimmy G now. Um, it's not because they weren't offered anything. It's not why. They, it's not because they weren't offered fair market value for him because mm-hmm. the market is. The market for bottom ten uh, QBs in the league is not exactly high priced. So what they're looking at is a guy that they have to, after spending that much draft capital, to put in. We ha- they have to put him in the game. Otherwise, it's yeah. a. It's not just one wasted first round pick. You can like Josh Rosen's story tells you that a team does not really particularly care. If you if you do have one wasted top ten pick, this is three wasted top ten picks. So it makes it, <laughs> it makes things it, it's a real bad Boy, look. If Trey Lance never sees the field. I said what? I'm sorry. What were you saying, bro? I said one one is bad enough, but you have three picks like that. That's that's humiliating, embarrassing to the team. Yeah, 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 definitely, 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 definitely. Yeah, this ain't this ain't the Minnesota Timberwolves. You ain't giving up draft capital like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, true. Call the numbers nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. Man, sitting here with Sports City Chefs talking NFL. Um. You know, I wanted to answer the question that that Barry that that Barry posed. Um, you know, and then I, I thought around. Um, for me, I think it's a combination of both. You know, when you start to look at everything in totality, like yes, I think part of the situation is um, they want a security blanket and, and Jimmy G. Um, but also, if you look at how Trey Lance's look uh, this preseason, I granted preseason is not the Tell all be all because if that's the case, Kenny Bickett get his gold jacket ready because he's going to the hall. But at the end of the day, um, you, would love you know, that. you know, <laughs> off topic, off topic. I would have a lot of egg on my face if that happened. A lot. Mm. Yeah, uh, I hope a lot. Because I didn't, I, 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 I didn't want Kenny Pickett. No, you didn't. But I, I have the receipt. No, I have the receipt. Yeah, I didn't. I'm not. You ain't got you ain't got a problem. I don't want that dude at all. Um, but I, 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 I think honestly, I think it's a combination of both. Um, but um, Mr. Harvey, we we haven't heard from you in a minute. You you heard what what Dylan said. You know his, his position on Jimmy G. We're going to clean this up for us, and then we'll, we'll move on to start talking about something else. Mr. Harvey. Are you driving the back road to Texas still? No, 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 man. Hey, watch your mouth. Uh, no, listen. Uh, <laughs> oh. No, no. I, hey, listen. Uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna reach out to you on that for real. Uh, but no, it was. You I was I was handling a serious family matter, bro. Uh, uh, I hope everything's good, man. Yeah, man, just uh, send, send good vibes and prayers for the little one, man, for for the kid, man, whatever you believe in. On to answer your question. I, I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, I, You know, I think they wanted the security blanket. I think uh, 
yes, you know, we can't look stupid. Uh, and the fact that we moved heaven and earth to to bring this guy in, we tried to start him last year and he got hurt. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to give him yeah. one more go and, and prepare him the best we can. But he got hurt, and we remember he got hurt. So, yeah, we're going to come back and see if we can come up with a, with a workable deal and see if we can bring uh, – this security blanket back, man. Like, and I, and I think that has a lot to do with it. Uh, you know, Trey Lance has ability, but it's a, it's a lot of people that had ability that weren't able to, yeah. uh, that weren't able to, to fine tune or polish their game. And so, yeah, you know, listen, they may move on to the next guy, but if he doesn't work out, who knows? They could be going. You know what? Like. You know, we made the wrong call making you the backup, and we don't see this franchise guy where we drafted next year. Uh, what can we pay you to keep you around? I mean, I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen, but I am saying that, mm-hmm. uh, to, to your point, he's won 70% of his games. He took him to a Super Bowl. Um, and so even if the asking price was a little bit too high, I mean, hey, like you have the right to ask for what you want for a guy when you have him on your roster, right? Like even if right. it's not um, – if it's not feasible, but I don't know how much we believe in Trey Lance. And I think that uh, reworking something to make sure we kept Jimmy G in the fold uh, yeah. shows that. At least, at least we're going to at least give him some rope. And, uh, you know, we, got, we at least have a backup plan if this doesn't work out. I mean, uh, this guy has not played a lot of football in the, uh, you know, at this level. And, and quite honestly, he hasn't played a, uh, a lot in, in, like you said, a couple of years. So, you know we're gonna see. Right. We, we love his upside. We're see, all right. But but it's just upside. It's not it's not proven yet. And at least we know uh, yeah. we know the pudding is Jimmy G. Right. <laughs> I feel you, man. I feel you. Calling numbers nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. You got the next twenty some odd minutes here, and I wanted to uh, get to everybody here. Today was the final cut down day. All teams, you know, had to be down to the fifty three yep. roster. Um, there's a lot of names that got cut. You know, there may be some maneuvering, some pieces. There's some people that got kept that's going to be moved and brought back. But, Villain, I'm going to start with you since you're my my running man here uh, in the free-for-all, the New York football Giants. Uh, Any surprises there that you want to bring up or talk about from from, from your whack-ass squad? The disrespect. See what I gotta go through. This this guy. The disrespect. <laughs> I mean, um, no. I mean, I was surprised that Quincy Roach got cut. Um, and and I was actually not surprised, but I was kind of um, I was startled that David Webb got cut. Not to say that he's a he's a viable backup and he's a guy that you know um, he he was gonna be that guy. But it, I was like, all right, I guess. Um, uh, T- uh, Tyrod Taylor, it, it, the injury isn't as serious as you know it looked on the field, and he should be ready to go. So um, that was the only thing I, I could kind of pull out. I'm surprised. Um, I'm surprised Darius Slayton wasn't um, wasn't cut. I, there there might be a deal in place um, if they, they didn't cut him because he wasn't really playing, and he mm-hmm. can play. But, um, you know, I guess some teams have reached out, I heard today, so we might see him on the move. So you can't, you know, you got to keep him on the 53, you know, trade him, then you can make a move and bring somebody back. So I expect him to be moved. So I I was surprised 
not surprised that he wasn't cut, but I understand why, because he probably will get moved eventually. Right. All right. Actually, actually, Mr. Harvey, your your New Orleans Saints man got down the two three man roster, man. Any move that that were made that shocked you, that shook you, or that you wanted to bring up? Well, I think that uh, the book is closed on Ian. Um, you know, they uh, he he had to come in because semi pro couldn't get it done last year. So, uh, but they closed that book and released uh, Ian book. Uh, so I was mm-hmm. I was a little bit surprised to see that, uh, but I think it tells me that you know they just didn't have faith that they could even develop him into that guy. Mm. Uh, the yeah. book of Ian. But I but I do yeah. but I do think that. Uh, but you know, listen, I, even though he's a backup at this point, I think the Saints' quarterback position is in a little bit better shape this year with Andy Dalton on the roster, right? Um, so if yeah, James yeah. goes down, you at least have a guy who's capable of of getting the ball out and, and making reads. Um, I was a little bit surprised to see Taco Charlton released. Um, yeah, me too. And then, and then another guy that surprised me, you know, um, John Bostic uh, and Eric Wilson yeah. both played some pretty good, played decent at the linebacker position for them uh, in the preseason. And I know they were kind of looking for some depth along there. So, now there was a couple of young receivers that I thought had a chance, but that's a very deep uh, receiver position now, as compared to um, a season ago. It was it was very very thin in New Orleans, and so now, I mean, when you look and you got Thomas and Olave and Landry, and now Callaway and Traquan Smith at four or five, that's a much deeper mm-hmm. receiver position. So I'm not really surprised. Uh, I, Listen, I will say this. I think that some of the – I do think that this is a talented Saints roster, uh, the 53, and I think that they release some talent. And I think that you could see uh, three or four or five of these names that were in this last cut uh, make a squad and be very productive and put up some numbers in the league this year. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so as you guys know, I'm, I'm a Phila fan. I, I guess I go next, and you know we uh, we're, we're really big um, this, this 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 time around. We actually made a trade with the Denver Broncos and acquired Malik Reed, um, you know, to kind of solidify some depth behind Alex Highsmith, who has been dealing with the injury, and T.J. Watt, who got injured on Sunday's game against the Detroit Lions. But for the sake of time, uh, the, the the couple of names that got cut. Um, who I believe will be a couple of them will even make practice squad to be brought back through subsequent moves. Uh, running back Anthony McFarland Jr., who uh, we drafted in the third round um, a couple years ago out of the University of Maryland. He's uh, big on special teams. He really never could get right. He dealt with a bunch of injury situations, but was making the turn uh, this upcoming season uh, through training camp to kind of make a roster. Cornerback uh, Justin Lane. Um, Marcus Allen, who was another guy who I love personally from the University of Penn State, um, and offensive lineman Joe Head. And in my opinion, I'm, I'm gonna keep it a whole mm-hmm. buck with you. Um, we are in no position to be cutting any offensive linemen. Like I swear to goodness, if I find a, a 300-pound dude, I'm, I'm sending him to Pittsburgh because right now my, my issue is my offensive line, and that's something I'm gonna talk about in an upcoming blog uh, here in the next couple of days or so. But um, the fact that Joe Hay got, got released, 
um, leads me to believe that some subsequent moves are going to be made. Um, Calvin Austin, our rookie sensation, may be put on IR. Uh, KZ, a guy who got hurt, uh, who did make the 53-man roster, um, you know, has a broken arm or something like that. So in order for him to be put on IR, he had to be on the 53-man roster. So there's a lot of wink, wink, you know what I'm saying, we're going to cut you today, mm. don't leave town because we'll bring you back tomorrow type stuff going on with a bunch of these teams. Um, Greenwood, um, you know, can I give you, can I give you one more? Up. I'm sorry. Talk, talk, talk to me, talk to me, talk to me. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Uh, took him out of Florida. Mm. He's kind of a, a safety defensive back, kind of a blitzer or whatever. He's, he's really noted at getting under people's skin or whatever, so um, – I was a little bit surprised to see them let him go, but, you know, he's also the one that got punched by Michael Thomas in practice a couple of years ago, but he kept calling him Slant Mike. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so he's kind of a he's kind of an agitator, uh, but he's sort of a, you know, he's a guy that kind of brings, you know, he, he brings hits on that defense. He's kind of a blitz guy from the safety position. Uh, you know, they traded him to the Eagles today in a 25-round draft pick for future considerations in 23 and 24. Uh, I was a little bit surprised yeah. to see him off of that roster as well. That's that's the other name. Right as you started talking, I was like, oh, man, my bad. I forgot that name. But that was another one that I was a little bit surprised to see that. I got you. I got you. Greenwood, man, you, you, you're undecided right now, depending on, depending upon which way the wind blows. So, um, <laughs> floor is or any trade or yeah, – you know, here's the thing. I, I, I think he's actually a Miami Dolphins fan. According to what I'm understanding, <laughs> but you know, what I'm saying? He's a he hasn't put he hasn't put, that's paper, what he hasn't put is. pen to paper. Yeah, that's, 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 that's what he is. You know what I'm saying? So he hasn't put pen to paper yet. So I'm gonna let him do you know any free agent or anybody that was cut that kind of blew your mind or that you were shocked to see get cut. Today. So the one that surprised me, I think, the most was, and it's not because he was a particularly good player, but they actually lost uh, cap space to get rid of this player, and that's Alex Leatherwood of the Oakland Raiders, um, or Las Vegas Raiders currently. This guy was a first-round pick a year ago. One year ago. And decided... And, and yeah, decided to waive him. That's crazy. And that's that's he was kind of part of part... reach though. Greenwood, he, he was, was a reach. reach. He even said it. You said it, and we said it. He was a reach in that draft. That was the worst first round pick in that draft. You're, oh my god! I, I and the I proof so of that's too. in the pudding. But I mean, there's probably fourth round, fifth round undrafted offensive linemen that are. Um, that are still on squads right now, and this guy gets cut at a cost. It costs the Raiders four and a half million dollars yeah. in cap space to to get this guy off the roster after one year. That is that is crazy to me. Um, let's see. Um, Josh Gordon got um, got cut by the Chiefs. I mean, these obviously these guys aren't like. Yeah, I think amazing done. players, but you know, like uh, Kellen Mond got um, cut by the Vikings, even though that was kind of a hype piece for a few years. Um, after he was drafted, OJ Howard cut by the Bills, but that's that mostly because of Dawson Knox. 
Um, he had a he had a bad camp from what I heard, Greenwood. He had a bad camp yeah. and, and didn't really play well in the preseason. They paid him $3 million this offseason, and they cut him before the season started. Yep. Marlon Mack got cut by the um, by the Texans, mostly because of Damian Pierce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. OJ Howard's a guy people had a too. lot of high hopes for. OJ Howard's a guy people had a lot of high hopes for uh, coming out out of Alabama. Uh, super athletic mm. guy, and they really thought that he was going to be something in this league. Look at the tight ends in that draft, though, uh, Harvey. That was a deep tight end draft. The Giants didn't bother to re-sign or extend Evan Green, uh, Evan uh, Ingram, I mean, and, and O.J. Howard is on a second team and just got cut. That, and that was supposed to be a deep tight end draft. I was actually kind of surprised that the Lions cut Devin Funches, too. I thought that um, that Funches would would have made the 53. No, starter, obviously, T.J. Hawkinson. He can't run like D.J. Chark, Jr., that's why. There you go. They got some weapons. LSU, by the way. LSU. Oh, but Funches kind of gained a lot of weight after being drafted as a wide receiver. He's a tight end now. Yeah. But the the Lions got depth at receiver. That kid, um, that rookie from last year, he's the second round kid with the Saint um, Saint Brown. I'm off the Brown. Yeah, I'm off the Brown. that kid is a beast. That you got kid, him and you got, got Chark, and then you're going to get Jamison Williams back soon, who could really run. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like and listen, James. People forget as good as Jamison Williams was at Alabama. He he left Ohio State. Because he was playing mm-hmm. behind Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, right? So, right. You, you, listen, these are talented wide receivers. And spoiler alert for next week's episode of Hard Knocks. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> Pim, uh, Khalil Pimpleton and Obina Easy are both waived by the Detroit Lions. Which one was the the, well, the you Lions? Go spoil the people. Lions? He is Detroit Lions now. He was no big loss. Yeah. Um yeah. Obina Easy was the was the offensive tackle and Simpleton was yeah. the speed wide receiver. They'll they'll the resign rat. him. They'll they'll put him back on the um the practice squad because he's a big kid. And he, he, he showed some things in the preseason game that I like. I think he just had a rough couple rough practices, but um I think they'll resign. I think they'll he'll be if somebody doesn't scoop him I think he'll be on the practice ride. I think that's the best place for him right now. So one more thing that I, I wanted to bring up before we get out of here. Um, the Dallas Cowboys released not one, but both their backups, so Will Greer and Cooper Rush, both yep. got cut today. Who in the world is backing up Dak Prescott in Dallas? Babe Lothenberg. Yeah, Oh, they have faith in Dak, and Dak we trust. I mean, I think they're going to grab somebody. Don't grab a quarterback from somewhere. They have to. They, they have to. They're going to get Ian Book. They, yeah, we'll talk, <laughs> they're going to talk to uh, him first. They thought they were going to get Mason Rudolph off my hands. Their first call needs to be to align them because that injury to um, uh, Smith, that's, yeah, that's a cruncher. That's a crushing injury. Yeah. Well, all, all I know is Justin Fields better stay healthy, too. Otherwise, Chicago needs to see Trevor Semifro. Forget it. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Gentlemen, before I yeah, go, I just, I just want to mention that I have a show of my own that I hope you can call into. Um, it's called the Enhanced Sports Show. Saturdays, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, I don't know where this show is. I forget where the show is based from, but we go by uh, New York Time. Uh, we have a lot to mm-hmm. discuss on each show. Uh, of course, we're going to discuss uh, the first week of the NFL uh, regular season because the first game was on the 8th. Uh, we'll have the college uh, football uh, week one, or as I call it, week two, depending how you look at it. Uh, we'll cover uh, baseball, um, WNBA playoffs. Yes, I cover that too. And even the U.S. Open tennis. So if you got time between 5 and 7 Eastern on Saturday, call the following number, 512-543-4662. I'll repeat that again, 512-543. Here's the slogan to remember. Lose the name, sports is the game. <laughs> All right, thank you thanks, so man. much. So you gotta pay. You gotta pay for a plug next time. No, I'm kidding. But thanks for calling, man. I'm waiting on the check. I'm waiting on the check. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're like PBS. We're not a product. I got you. I got you. I got you. Anyways, man, we're about to wrap up shop here, man. I, you know, I, 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 I'm glad football is back, man. Next week we'll break down. Um, you know, we'll, we'll try to get to the divisions. I may have to extend this show longer than an hour, man. Um, it's, it's good to be back in the building with you guys, man, running this thing, man. Before we get out of here, Mr. Harvey, thanks for coming by, man. Go ahead and give us the plug. Going to close out and get out of here, my man. Man, real quick, uh, check out the blog. Check out the website, sportscitychefs.com. We got all kinds of things coming out, fantasy, articles on fantasy football, division previews. Anything you want with the NFL season coming up. We also have the College Cookout on Wednesday night, the time of Sunday morning brunch with uh, the TP and uh, yours truly on Sunday mornings, man. Shout out to him. Without him, I wouldn't be here with you guys, man. But check out the website, check out the blogs, check out everything we got going on. Also, check out the barbershop on Clubhouse. We are 13K strong and growing, uh, much like the Flintstones vitamins, guys. So, uh, listen, I look forward to uh, every time I get to chop it up with you guys, man. It's always a privilege and a pleasure. Um, much respect to you, to the other chefs as well, man. And as we always say down in Louisiana, Bradley, they lay bon temps roulé. I tried to say that last <laughs> week, and I got so pissed <laughs> up, man. I really did. I was they like, I can't do, do it like you do it, man. <laughs> Real talk, man. Good to hear his voice. <laughs> Good to hear you, Mr. Harvey, man. Greenwood, man, you know what to do, man. Give us a plug in the clubhouse to get out of here, my guy. Um, fantasy football draft weekend is coming up. Um, national uh, fantasy football draft uh, day is now becoming a national holiday, and it's a Saturday. So in, um, in light of the occasion, I'm going to tell you that um, one of the better sleepers in this year's draft is Brandon Cooks. Um, every single year he beats ADP. He's going in the fifth round. Yeah, we're just going on what? He's going in the fifth round. All right, so let's. uh, All right, let's let's go with um KJ Osborne then. Uh, If you want to go deep, if you want to go last round pick, guys, um KJ Osborne, um Minnesota Vikings number three wide receiver. How about that? 
You know what? If, if, you, know what? if you wanna, I'm if you gonna wanna. Do, I, I'm gonna do you one better. I'm gonna do you one better. Isaiah McKenzie, slot receiver, Buffalo Bills. I do you one better. One. I mean, he, yeah, he, he's gonna have a good year in the slot. No Timbo Pacheco.
sports. 